Hey everybody, it is Sunday, November 27th at 5.51 p.m. Your Purdue Boilermakers are pretty good at basketball. I'm going to tell you about it and what I think about today's pretty good, pretty good performance, pretty good tournament. But first, let me thank my, uh, my sponsors. Let me thank Martin Vintage. Head over to martinvintage.com, get a sweatshirt, get a t-shirt, enter Boiled at checkout, get 15% off. And went on campus, go over to uh, AJ's on Vine. Before you go there, go to eatajs.com, get your order, put it in there. Burgers, beef, beer, TVs, Adam, it's a great place, AJ's. Okay, uh, I'm, I don't want to say shell-shocked, uh, but that is a ridiculously good weekend, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen. Fellow Boilermakers. Uh, here's the weird thing. That game never felt like it was out of, like, it was going to fall apart. Even when Duke kind of edged back in a couple times, I didn't feel bad about it. Maybe it's because I had the feeling of that, that house money feeling. I talked about that on Twitter. It's house money. Play loose. Purdue has nothing to do there but gain. Nothing to lose. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But this team, they are a different group. They are a different group. Part of the reason I love it is the way they're doing it, right? If, if, if the shots aren't falling, they are crashing the glass. This is fundamental stuff that, that I think every coach wants to see out of his team. Just have a bunch of dogs. Just, I, I came up with a nickname during the game, the Wolfpack, because this group is so much better as a team than they are as individuals. They are just, and they attack, and they don't relent. And when they get in that mode where they are coming at you, it is impossible to stop them. So a thesis, whatever, a, a, a theory. Purdue is either really good or Gonzaga and Duke are not so good. Let's not forget, Gonzaga had beaten Michigan State and um, Michigan State and Kentucky. I don't know who Duke's key wins were, to tell you the truth. I really don't have them in front of me. Um, what I do know is it's still Duke. And it could be Duke who hadn't played anybody. Duke is still going to be in the top 10. So maybe this is fool's gold on that side of things. I don't know. Regardless, it's a big deal to Purdue basketball to be in the middle of a rebuild year, to have lost four starters, and still beat Duke. A cowardly guy named Quinn came on and left some comments, left a big comment um, on our on our YouTube feed, and he said, it's not a big deal. Duke is replacing 11 players, which is not true. Uh, they're not replacing 11 players. But he said, yeah, tell, talk to me about it after the game. And the cool thing about YouTube is, for some reason, it archived the, the comment in the, in the window, and then I went back to, to respond to him and just tell him how much of a, a good bas basketball an, uh, analyst he is. But the comment was gone. Poor Quinn. I don't know. It's probably a tech difficulty. But regardless, Purdue has beaten Duke 75-56. to They've improved to 6-0. They were 24th coming into this weekend before beating West Virginia, Gonzaga, and Duke by an average of 18.5 points. Three games. Cruise control. Purdue in complete control. Purdue in complete command of the games. Purdue playing whatever game they wanted to play, they could do it. Duke tried to throw um, unusual zones at them. They, it's not like they weren't trying. Is what I'm saying. Um, for a big part of the game, DJ Carstensen does what he does, which is just kind of change the complete 
tenor of the game, just for no damn reason other than he's DJ Carstensen. He stopped calling uh, fouls on Duke's big man, who I think was in foul trouble in the first half. So he gave him a 10, 12-minute period of time where he could do whatever he wanted. Then finally, when Carstensen, Carstensen noticed that um, the game was out of reach and that he couldn't do anything to help him out, Purdue goes and cruises to a victory. One thing that's really cool is as Duke tried to scratch and claw their way back in, Purdue just needed to hit a couple shots to really put the thing on ice. And then Fletcher Lawyer happened, and he started finding the bottom of the net. Fletcher Lawyer looks like a, John, a young John Shire. I said that on Twitter. He kind of he carries himself that way. He's got a healthy amount of swagger. This guy's been a Boilermaker for a matter of months, friends. This team's good. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else to say about it other than Let's hope when they have a very high number, or pardon me, a very it'll be a low number, but a very high ranking next to their names, that this doesn't go to their head. My wife said that. She's a Purdue fan. She's a Purdue alum. She came down. She gave me a hug. She said, oh, my gosh, this is a pretty good weekend. I said, this is a great weekend. And on, their, on the um, knucklehead board, they're trying to say which weekend compares to this. I talked about this yesterday. People bring up 1980. I think that's about how far back you got to go. Regardless, for a lot of people here in this comment section, I haven't looked. I don't have that screen up right now in front of me. Some of you weren't born then. Some of you were like me and you're in your late 40s and you were young. Regardless, 1980 is a long time ago. This is a special sports weekend. Jay is still um, not ready to celebrate. Uh, we're, we had a, a boiled sports thread going. And, um, and he's just going to say, you know, hey, that peaking in November is is not what you want to do. And Purdue owns November. True, true. This is not this is not the time that you want to play, be playing your best basketball game, best, best basketball. But it's a pretty good, t- pretty good gauge to see what you can be. And I keep saying this. If you can get this team to January, give them some time to gel, they're going to be better. I believe they're going to be better. I don't see something happening in this team um, other than a chemistry grenade coming in here. Let's hope there's none of that. <clears throat> but there are guys that just want to play, just want to attack the glass. Um, like Billis said, this is a team that doesn't <clears> – <throat> they don't look like they want to take credit for things, which is, is a key to the whole thing, makes it go. We, we saw some neat things tonight. We saw Brian Waddell have a dunk. That's pretty cool. It's a guy that hasn't done a whole bunch. A lot of you guys have said, why is he playing so much? Uh, he's a pretty good basketball player. He's really level-headed. We saw Ethan Morton just play an unusually efficient brand of basketball defensively and on the glass. He finishes with six rebounds, six assists, two steals. I think on the turn, two steals, a block, just one turnover. I think he had 19 assists. Is that right? 19 assists in the tournament. It's pretty good. And like two or three turnovers. Nice ratio. Fletcher Lawyer, who I was talking about a second ago, 18 points. Two rebounds, two steals. Um, let's see, Zach, uh, pardon me, I want to get to him in a second, but Mason Gillis, eight points, um, one rebound. For some reason, Coach Painter forgot he was on the bench for a long stretch in the second half. I have no idea. I know there were some matchup issues, but I still think it's awfully tough to, to do Gillis like that because he's the dude. Uh, Caleb First played tough. Caleb First played a little bit angry. Caleb First plays like we love him to play. He had 11 points. He had 10 rebounds. He had two assists. He had a block. Uh, Trey Kaufman went, ran also had a block, but the big guy, of course, again, Zach Eady, uh, finishes with 21 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists. And Purdue leaves Portland 3-0 and and 6-0 and overall. Holy moly, ladies and gentlemen, that is a, a whale of a weekend. That is an incredible, 
incredible couple of games. And uh, I just don't know if we have any reason to believe that they're going to slow down right now. Um, let's see. It's funny, like I, uh, like a lot of coaches say, they say you should take your time, you know, take um, one game at a time, whatever you want to say. But if you want to look ahead for a second, let's just do it for a second. Purdue plays at Florida State next. They go straight to Tallahassee, I'm told. Um, they go uh, at Florida State. Then you got Minnesota, Hofstra, Nebraska, and Davidson before the uh, Lawyer Bowl 2022 is on uh, December 17th. So if they can keep their he- uh, their heads level and keep their egos in check, this team is going to be dangerous. They're going to have everybody's attention. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but that's a, that's a heck of a weekend. You can put your comment below. I'd like to hear what you guys think. Um, what do you think Purdue will be ranked on Monday? I think it's uh, noon, the AP. Is it noon or 2 o'clock? I can't remember. The AP poll comes out. Put, put your best guess what you think it's going to be down there. I think it's 11th. I think that's a ridiculously meteoric rise, but I think it's a good place to be. We're debating where we think they're going to be on boiled sports. So people are commenting right now. Mohill says nine. Zachary Young says eight. Uh, Boiler Ham says seven or six. John Younger says four. And I understand John's thought process, and that is that you just beat two of the media darlings, and many media types will uh, be kind of gonzo over that. But the, the thing that I look at is, there's some inconsistency still. And when a team is a bit of a flash in the pan and doing something new, a lot of times they, they, they feel like the respect has to be earned. I think they just earned it. Uh, they did it in rapid fashion. But at the same time, that is that a 20-spot jump is crazy. Handel Jones, my pal, says 12. Uh, Joe Inslee says top five. Jason Dav- Davenport says 12th. Boilermaker 63, five through eight. Um, that's, it's... Uh, those are all pretty aggressive numbers, and I love them. Um, I'm going to go through a couple of these comments before I get out of here. It's been 10 minutes, but I wanted to make this short and sweet. This is my final post-game wrap-up <laughs> in a in a long weekend, but fun one. Greg McManus asked a great question. Who's having fun? I, I, if you aren't having fun, you're not paying attention. This is this is this has been a great couple of days. Fun thing here, and I'm going to double check on this. I had on my phone on me. Uh, my phone keeps running out of battery because I'm on Twitter constantly, and I'm enjoying the time of virtually being together with you guys but uh, we're gonna have a some sort of handsome hour i don't know how we're gonna do it if we're gonna do it like we did last night on twitter and have a live conversation which is an absolute abysmal failure on my part but really it's because i was on the computer and my phone was dead then so i couldn't get on twitter on my phone which worked flawlessly but i was trying to do it on my computer because my camera and my mic are set up anyway um zachary young says wait is this team good i thought the media said this was a rebuild in, in their defense, Zachary, to lose four starters, right? That's a big deal. And to lose, what, uh, a couple seniors, an All-American who's now averaging, what, 16 points a game in the NBA, that's a that's a pretty big deal. I still think I use better guys. Sorry, I just think they're, they're really, really good. And I'm just going to buy into that media narrative. I use the best team, and I want them to keep winning until they play Purdue, and then we can see how good they really are. So I'm not going to say go Hoosiers, but... Yeah, I just, here in Indiana, I've been listening to heads tell me how special IU is, and I want them to keep thinking they're special. Keep it up. Woody's the man. Um, Ted Berkey has a great point. As expected, Purdue looks elite against an average team. Uh, that's an average team. All right. Um, we can go with that. Sure. That's, uh, I don't think that's an average team. If nothing else, if you just look at recruiting mags, 
There is so much firepower on that Duke team. On top of that, they got that uh, they've got uh, what a couple transfers that we are kind of familiar with. You've got Granson from Illinois and Young from Northwestern, which I have no idea why he found a spot or how he found a spot. He had a couple effective plays in the first half as fouls mounted on a couple guys, but um, those guys are both familiar faces. But they, man, they got talent. They got they got a lot of guys that a lot of major programs wanted. Just because John Shire took over for Coach K doesn't mean they didn't fill the place with blue chips. They've got them. They're all around there. Um, Purdue is just. Purdue's just a bunch of role players, right? Just a bunch of role players. Um, Boilerman says, uh, my face hurts hurt from smiling. It should. What a weekend. Boilerman, or Boilermaker 63 says, who else was emotionally prepared for Portland State to be our only win across sports? Uh, I wasn't there. I, 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 I said it that I felt like there was a really likely scenario that Purdue could have a special weekend. I didn't think they'd go 3-0. and I thought they'd go 2-1, and which would be pretty darn great, and it would still push them up the polls. But this is this is a special weekend. Um, yeah, Alex Chatton says, enjoy this because you called it. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Mohill 93, this is Purdue's most talented team, 1-12. through 12. I think there can definitely be an argument made for that, that they are a team that um, – has a lot of weapons. There's a lot of guys that can play the game. And a lot of guys who can play the game a different way. Oh, my gosh. I don't think. Hold on a second. I, did I mention Braden Smith? If I didn't, uh, I, I apologize. I think he, I, I hope I did. But I just thought of that. I, I hope I did. I think he had six assists. If I didn't do that, that's asinine. But I, Braden Smith had six assists, I believe. Um, and all he did is, all he's done, let's, let's put this in perspective. All he's done has been the first true freshman point guard to start since Lewis Jackson. And he's come in and he acts completely cool under pressure. The team doesn't seem to feel pressure. Uh, Michael on the Boiled Sports chat said that. Um, and, and, miraculously, have you guys noticed Purdue doesn't struggle versus the press this year? Now, that is, that is a crazy amazing advancement from last year and the years before. I mean, it's not just last year. This is almost every painter team I can remember struggled against the press, yet this team seems to carve up a press without any problem. They had one play that looked like it was trouble, but Brandon Newman came down with a pass that was over the top. He missed a three, and it, it looked like it was going to go down. Um, also, another thing that's awesome, quietly happening, is Brandon Newman has become this guy who dives for everything. He's become an absolute loose ball monster, um, he wants to shoot. He can still shoot. He's got a beautiful, smooth-looking stroke, but but he's a different guy. There there are so many positives happening on this team right now. Um, we are not to December, so there's plenty of time for things to get a little rocky, and I think we should be prepared for a little bit of rocky because if Purdue played like this, I mean they're gonna they're gonna sail through the, to the national championship, no problem. Um, that's not going to happen. But what a magical weekend this was, and what a what a what an incredible, uh, incredible, incredible weekend, uh, long weekend. Uh, Todd Schleister says number one tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. That's that's a different number. Uh, I'm going to scroll past these here. Uh, J J Tent says Smith and Lawyer playing like uh, Jackson and Klein as juniors, and that's a very good point. It's not just that you guys have play uh, young guys playing like getting into the game. It's you have young guys coming in, playing like they've been there. Completely not looking like they they are um, feeling the pressure or feeling the moment too much, just coming in and playing. 
lawyer's coolness today was so noteworthy. When Purdue needed a bucket, it was it was Fletch doing it, and uh, that's a big deal. Uh, let's see. Kevin Pass says this team is a machine. They are the Ivan Drago of the NCAA. They they look really tough right now. John Fager says I'll stop making fun of Mark Few's teeth. Uh, the minute he he brushes them. Um, I think it's okay to make fun of Mark Few's teeth for this reason simply. He's worth a bazillion dollars. He could get those fixed. I'm a guy who I I grew up with just an awful head of teeth. Like just all of them were bad. My parents, they made big sacrifices, put me into orthodontia, and then I had a series of jaw surgeries in college. Some of you guys on here knew me in college. It's not a joke. I had my mouth wired shut, which was a godsend for many of the people that do know me um, for about six weeks. But Mark Few can't get his teeth fixed. I mean, goodness gracious. It's It would take one on off-season of work. Come on, man. You're... I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, I think it's a fair fair thing to say. Uh, ancient astronaut, now imagine we win the Big Ten title game. LOL. Yeah, I mean, they've done that before. They can do it again. The bigger thing that I want, like I keep saying, I want March and April success. I want March and April um, peaking. Uh, one can dream. Uh, let's see. Miracle Max says, Painter finally has a team that believes him when he says you have to maintain defensive intensity when your shot isn't falling. Good point. And that's that's that whole thing we were talking about just a second ago with Brandon Newman specifically, a guy that his his effort, and Painter would talk about this over and over last year, kind of depended on if he was hot, if he was feeling it. Not this year. He comes in, he sacrifices his body, he may make a play, and then Painter pulls him out. There are going to be days that Brandon Newman absolutely goes off on teams. I am still confident in that. The guy can fill it up, but it's not his time yet. Gillis, another guy that they, he didn't have to play all that much in the second half. We know he can fill it up. We know his importance as a, as a teammate, as a shooter, as a rebounder. Name it, he can do it. Uh, but not today. It didn't happen. And that's the thing about a deep team. Some days you're going to get the opportunity. Some days you're not. Kevin in Albuquerque says, great weekend. Look forward to being ranked 20th. <laughs> it's going to be better than that. Mohill 93, that's a, that's a, a few off seasons of work. Uh, I don't know if that – sorry, I don't understand the – Comment. That's okay. I got a couple more here. Uh, Todd Schleister said, let's run the table, baby. Sure, why not? Johnny Orange Seed, was it? Uh, 13? 13 uh, says, this team is deep and will be big time in March. A lot of basketball to enjoy before then. Uh, a lot of basketball to enjoy. A lot of things can happen. But, again, let's enjoy this this weekend. Enjoy it. This is fun. Uh, T-Rick again says, this team is good. Uh, going to be legit next year. I'm not doing that, man. We're not, I mean, let's live in the now. Let's live in the now. Um, enjoy things for what they are. This is, as as I get older, I just kind of, I literally pray that I'll have this perspective just to take things for what they are right then. And I'm getting better at it, but uh, at the same time, it's kind of a tough thing to not want to look ahead. We all did it as Purdue fans last year and it bit all of us. It bit me especially, but if you take it for right now, for what it is, Purdue is clearly uh, the, the best team in the universe. Todd Sleister says, uh, best of the best is uh, they can all come back next year. Yeah, they can. They won't. I can tell you that's not going to happen. If they're on any trajectory, this again, I, I just contradict myself, but this team's not all going to be back next year, and that's it's all right. That's part, of the, that's part of the cost of when guys start showing out early. They're not all going to be out. And I'm not talking about guys transferring. I'm saying guys going to get paid to play basketball. Um, but 
man, uh, the upside is huge of this team. Oliver McLeods is checking in from Starkville, Mississippi. Can't wait to get back to Mackey in a few weeks. This team is fun to watch. That's that's awesome, Oliver. Hope you enjoy your trip and um, fight the good fight down in SEC country. That's pretty awesome. Um, Ancient Atomic Immortality says, we play this good, our, our freshmen might be one done. Right on. I, I think that's, that's the cost of – that's the modern era, right? So um, my son – LBD says I need to turn on the UNC game, and I can't just yet. I know he's not listening to me because he's supposed to be at work, but you guys might want to turn on the UNC game. And I'll let you do that. I'm going to let you go. Um, have, a, have a great Sunday evening. There's still sports to watch, basketball and football. Uh, the Colts play in a couple hours, if, if that's your thing, if you like to be frustrated and watch teams not live up to their billing. But uh, God bless you. Hammer down. That is a hell of a Purdue weekend. That's how we do. We'll see you.